0: Anyone's Game Podcast. Following women's football.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to I Know Best, brought to you by Anyone's Game. As usual, we've got plenty to cover from women's football in Scotland over the last seven days. I'm your host Gordon McComb and my pundits are waiting in the wings to share their thoughts and be the one that takes the prize of knowing best away with them for this week at least. Joining me tonight is Robbie Hanratty. Good to be here, Gordon. Kenny Bogue. Good evening. And Chris Toner. Good evening. If it's your first time dipping into I Know Best, here's your quick explainer. I've got four different topics for the pundits to argue about why their answer is the right one. The topics this week are good week, bad week, performance and soundbite of the week. And we'll make some big predictions ahead of the weekend to come before we finish, like we always do, with something completely out of left field. This week, the scoring system returns to democracy after my dictatorship last week. So the pundits themselves will help pick the winners. And that's our rules done. So let's get things underway. First up this week is Good Week. So Robbie, who or what has done well enough to be in with a shout for Good Week this week?
2: Well, unsurprisingly, after a bit of stick I've given this season, I've chosen Aberdeen. I think Emma Hunter and Don's are back. They had a phenom- phenomenal 4 0 scoreline away to Hearts last Sunday. And that was very well followed up by a hard fought cut win 4 2 over Glasgow girls and women on Tuesday. So, an impressive week all
0: round for Aberdeen.
1: Kenny, how about you? Who's had a good week this week?
0: Well, I'm going to go for Grant Scott up at St Johnston. Uh, obviously, we all know Grant Scott was a Glasgow City managed hibs. Uh, and since he's, since he's went to St. Johnson they've been a decent run of form. And they obviously capped it off this at uh, the weekend there with a 4-1 win away to Kilmarnock. But not only that, I mean, they've since Grant's come in, they've, based, they've been beaten once by Dundee United, which, let's face it, uh, they are the team to beat in the SWPL too. But uh, on Sunday, they had a fine victory. Uh, they won 4-2 against Kilmarnock. And yeah, I think Grant Scott's doing very well
3: there. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on.
1: Chris, you're up last. Who do you think's had a good week this week?
3: Um, well, after almost drawing at ha- against Hamilton, I've gone for Glasgow City. I felt they were back to their usual form. Um, they had four different names on the score sheets, so back to firing on all cylinders the way you expect Glasgow City to see, to see Glasgow City play.
1: All right, well, that's all three pundits having made their case. They'll now have to go back and pick their favourite from the other options provided by their competitors. Robbie, you started us off, so you can go ahead and pick your favourite from the options provided by Chris and Kenny.
2: I think Kenny makes a good point with St Johnston. The form is an upturned form under Grant Scott. So as much as I like Chris's idea of Glasgow City, we all know the quality they have in the, at their disposal. So at this point, I'm going to go with Kenny and my pal Grant Scott. I think he's done a fantastic
0: job there.
1: Well, Kenny, you've already got one vote in the bag. But who would you pick from Robbie and Chris's answers?
0: I wanted to pick myself, to be honest. But um, I'm going to have to go with. It'll need to be Chris's because I just can't go with Robbie's because it's Aberdeen, as we all know. Um, so, yeah, Chris, you uh, you'll get my vote.
1: Well, that's some shameless tactical voting there from you, Kenny. But Chris, you've already got a vote in the bag, but you need to pick between Robbie and Kenny for Good Week. Well, I never
3: actually thought of them. Um... Kenny's argument for um, Grant Scott. Um haven't followed um, St. Johnson's journey as closely. Um, Rob, Robbie is right. A um, couple of results on the go for Aberdeen. Um, as much as it's through red tinted specs, um, I'm going to go Robbie.
1: Well, this is great. You guys are handing me the power of the deciding vote. And Kenny, yeah, I've got to give it to you. I think St. Johnson have done exceptionally well of late and it seems fitting to recognize the work that Grant Scott has been doing with his new side. Uh, He's been an excellent run of form and uh, yeah certainly worthy of good week this week. Well for every good week for some there are bad weeks for others so Kenny tell me who's had a week to forget this week.
0: Well, I was at the game, uh, so I've got to sort of look at this game because I was there live, obviously, and it was the second Lanarkshire Derby of the season. Uh, it was brilliant. Both fans, uh, there was fans on both sides in attendance. Uh, there was penalty misses. There was all sorts. People hitting the bar. I was going to give the BBC this for not covering the Lanarkshire Derby because um, there's two Lanarkshire derbies this season and they haven't shown any of them live, which I think is terrible, especially when it's the first season that's happening. But my bad week is going to the officials in the Lanarkshire Derby. How they disallowed Tidy Burchill's equaliser, I will never know. Uh, they gave it for handball, when her two hands are inside her body. Um, I don't see she's about two yards away from the ball. I can't see it being a handball at all. And then towards the end of the match, Hamilton, they've got to feel slightly hard done by. They've been so unlucky. I think the last eight games, they've lost by one goal. And this game, as well, it just wasn't to be. Um I mean, Tara McGonagall was fouled by Kim Ramsey. It looked a certain penalty. And somehow, the officials waved it away. So... For me, the officials in
1: the Lancashire Derby had a really bad week. Chris, how about you? Who's had a bad week this week?
3: Um, I'm going to go with the low-hanging fruit here. Um, Partick Thistle, um, 7-0 defeat to Celtic. Um, even for a team like Partick, I get playing against a team like Celtic, um, 7-0, no matter who it's against, is a bad result. So that was a bad week for me.
1: And Robbie, you're last up, so who's had a week to forget?
2: Yeah, so I've dipped down to the SWPL2 again, and I've chosen Kilmarnock for a bad week. That's now just one win in five for Andy Andy Gardner's side. They lost 4-1 to St Johnston, who we just spoke about for a good week, at the weekend. And now that leaves Kilmarnock 11 points behind Glasgow women in just a month or so ago. I was predicting Kilmarnock have done a good run, thought they could maybe get that second spot because we all know I think Dundee United will run away with the league but it's just been a really proof when I find for Kalmanic and that's despite the score of goals but just concede far too many and it's a concern for the management team I'm sure
1: Alright Kenny back to you for a choice that isn't your own then can't complain about the referees anymore I'm afraid
0: As much as I agree with the I saw the fact that um, with Chris that they've had a bad week I think Partick. That's you can let them away with that one because you know what it's like against the the sort of bigger sides, the full-time professional sides. It can it can turn into a landslide. And Partick have been after a few tough games, newly really promoted. Uh, so I'm going to give it to to Robbie again, um, just for the simple fact that uh, Kilmarnock, I think I agreed with Robbie. At the time, I thought we thought Kilmarnock would. So sort I of make a push and come on there and push into that second spot. Um, but unfortunately uh, to to be defeated by Sir Johnson. But then again, Sir Johnson's been a good run of form. So is it such a bad result? I mean, I don't know. But uh, I'm gonna go with
3: Robbie's choice. Come on,
1: Chris, what do you think?
3: Kenny won't be complaining this round about my voting. Um, he gets my vote here. Um I thought the exact same thing when I watched the highlights back from Sunday. Um, I thought it was a really harsh decision and indeed in my opinion the incorrect decision to disallow that goal so yeah i thought the officials also had a bad week and kenny will get my vote for that thanks Chris. my my reverse psychology is (laughs) working
1: robbie you're last up for a choice that isn't your own
2: I, i i didn't i'll admit i didn't see that talking point back again so i'm not entirely sure about the officials so i'm going to go with I've seen Vine Vane was absolutely raging and I do feel for Partick because they have played well against Rangers and Glasgow City this season, but I'm going to go with Chris's choice because 7-0 at any level of football is uh, thrashing at the end of the day and it's a bad week at the end of the day.
1: Well, you guys so far just love giving me the deciding vote on this one. Uh, well, Chris, I think, yeah, you've got to take the point in this one. Uh, it's not been a good week for Partick. They had been performing pretty well against some of the bigger sides in terms of grinding out decent performances that that could be close to results, but but didn't pan out. So to be beaten so heavily will uh, be a bitter pill to swallow and worthy of them earning bad week this week. There were plenty of good performers and performances this week, but who put in the pick of the bunch for you, Chris?
3: Um, I'm going to go with Celtic's Chloe Craig. Um, last week she missed a penalty against Hibernian and that indeed cost her side two points. But she redeemed herself this week. She scored her brace and she provided an assist for another goal. So that was my performance of the week.
1: How about you, Robbie?
2: You will you say maybe it's in the glasses, but I think she deserves it and it was a standout. With four goals in 48 hours, Four goals in two games. Fantastic form. Bailey Hutchison from Aberdeen. She gets my vote. A complete natural goal scorer. Some of the goals she's been scoring it's been brilliant to watch, and I think she's had a really good week.
1: All right, Kenny, who's the pick of the bunch for Performer of the Week for you?
0: Well, I'm delving back into SWPL2 with my Performance of the Week, and I'm going to give it to Queen's Park. Uh, They've won their first game of the season. It was a 2-0 victory away to Stirling University. Goals from Abby MacDonald and Nina Fitzsimmons gave the Spiders their first win in 11 games. And that result also lifts them off the bottom of the SWPL2. So I'm going to give it to Queen's Park for their first win of the season.
1: Well, you can't pick your own choice, Chris. But who stands out as the next best option for you for performance of the week?
3: Um... As much as Bailey Hutchinson's goal was a very good individual goal, she cut through that heart's defence like a knife through butter. butter. Um, it's hard not to give my vote to Kenny and Queen's Park getting their first win of the season. Um, I think it's been a long time coming. Um, something the Biders fans can be happy about. Um, yeah.
1: Robbie, how about you for a choice that isn't your own for performance of the week?
3: Yeah, as much as I
2: think Chloe Craig is a fantastic footballer and they have a particularly good game, I will go with Kenny on this one as well because it must be tough. Hadn't won a game in the first 10 games, Queen's Park, and to then suddenly go, I know they were playing the bottom side, but to go and win against Stirling University, fantastic results. So Kenny gets my vote.
1: Well, it looks like it's a bit of a victory lap for you now, Kenny. But just for the sake of our own intrigue, what was your choice apart from your own For performance of the week,
0: I'm going to give half a point each because both great, great great results, great performances, and to be scoring goals for your club is is all that really matters. So, half a point each.
1: That uh, that fence feeling awful comfy, is it?
0: (laughs) Well, I'm on top of it at the moment, so you know there's no point. I'm just looking (laughs) down, flinging out the half points now.
1: (laughs) Well, we talk a lot about women's football, but let's hear what some others have had to say. Robbie, what have you got for your soundbite of the week this week?
2: I went with Hibernian manager Dean Gibson. He said following his side's 2-1 defeat by Rangers on Sunday, we deserved more out of the game. I thought we were far better side and I think our game plan worked better than theirs and what we set out to do. I thought that was quite poignant that despite the defeat, they scored the first goal, etc. He still think."
3: It was a better side. And that was quite
1: a bold statement, to be honest. Chris, how about you? What's your pick for a soundbite of the week?
3: Um, Well, his team got my vote for bad week. Um, Partick Thistle manager, Brian Graham. um, He, on Sports Scene, said that his team's first half performance was the worst 45 minutes since him and the boys came in. I think for a manager to go on public record like that and speak like that about his team's performance days a lot and that's my soundbite of the week for that reason
1: all right kenny last up for soundbite of the week
0: before i give you my sound bite i want you to close your eyes and pretend it's your football team and you're going to be the captain in the derby against your biggest team how would that make you feel the buildest person ever you would, right. So I want to say, I've got Amy Anderson, she was on Twitter, she was obviously interviewed by Motherwell's media team, and she says, I've loved every minute of being here. Getting the chance to wear the armband again was brilliant. And then it says, Amy Anderson is thriving, playing in her beloved Claret and Amber. And of course, she captained her childhood side to a victory away to Hamilton in the Lanarkshire Derby. And not only that, it's a result that sees Motherwell surpass last year's points total, and it leaves them now fifth in SWPL1. So they're obviously doing very well. And like I say, to captain your, your childhood side in a derby just must be brilliant. So that's why that is my soundbite of the week.
1: All right, Robbie, you can't pick your own soundbite for soundbite of the week. But Chris and Kenny have got two good options for you. Which one stood out for you?
2: I have to go with Kenny. Even just speaking about that, makes me emotional thinking how I'd feel if uh, I was making captain in the team I support. So Amy Anderson to score and the influential in a City derby for a club that she supported all her life. I thought that was fantastic, and it was one that struck out to me when I seen the article on Motherwell's Twitter
3: as well during the week.
1: Chris, how about you? I
3: you know, I'm basically handing the show to Kenny here, but he gets my vote. I think he picked quite a poignant soundbite. Um, just how proud Amy was to wear the armband captain, or team that she's supported since she was a child to victory against one of their biggest rivals local rivals indeed um, and also um, topping their points tally for last season already at this point of the season so uh, yeah it's quite an easy choice
1: Well it's another victory lap for you Kenny but just for the sake of us knowing which one have you picked or is it more fence sitting?
0: Eh I've got to give it to Dean Gibson because he's our pal, <laughs> so that, that's that's for Robbie.
1: Well, enough looking back at the weekend that was. It's time for us to look forward for the weekend still to be. And Kenny, you're up first. You need to take a wee look into your crystal ball and tell me what you think is going to happen come Sunday.
0: I'm going to go for Glasgow Girls to grab a point away to Runnely Ray leaders Dundee United. Uh, Dundee United obviously have been flying high. They're unbeaten. Uh, I suspect United will stay unbeaten, but I just feel that Glasgow girls, they've won two out of two now since the the league's restarted again. Uh, And I just feel the way they're going, I just feel something has to happen in that league to sort of break the cycle. So I think that Glasgow girls could nick a point up at at Dundee United on Sunday.
1: Robbie, you're up next. What do you see in your crystal ball? Well,
2: my crystal ball, I don't like betting against teams, especially... uh, team that we sponsor a player, but I'm definitely going, in this instance, Motherwell to beat Spartans by two or more goals. I've just been really impressed with Motherwell, it was at the game against Park Thistle a couple of weeks ago and that midfield of Amy Anderson and Leanne Crichton stole through the game and really impressed me and I think they'll just have too much for Spartans we just haven't really been themselves lately, Drew, with parts during the week and obviously had that big defeat to Glasgow City at the
3: weekend.
1: Well, Chris, you're last up. What do you see happening on Sunday?
3: Last time Rangers played Aberdeen, it was 8-0. I don't expect as one side of the scoreline this time. Um, I do indeed expect Rangers to still come out with the victory. But I'm going to go with the Dons to maybe grab a goal or two there. I don't believe Rangers will keep a clean
1: sheet. Well, Kenny, you've heard Robbie and Chris's predictions. What have you made of them?
0: Uh, Well, I think Chris is, again, I don't know, Chris, you're a good pal of mine, obviously, but uh, no chance, right? It'll be another 8-0. No disrespect to Aberdeen, but Rangers have got there to do a professional performance, and they'll keep themselves flying high at the top of the league.
1: Robbie, you'll need, uh, well, instead of red-tinted glasses, it's going to have to be a a red-toned hearing aid or or something for that. What do you think of Kenny and Chris's predictions?
2: (laughs) Well, well, I do agree if Chris. I think Aberdeen will score a Goal of two against Rangers, I'm gonna have to get that one in, but yeah, Glasgow Women. I I wasn't, impre- I have been impressed with them with spells, but I don't think they perform well enough for 90 minutes sometimes. And I think it will just be too much for them against Dundee United. The players like Danny McGinley and Form She's in, they've got Robin Smith as well, but some fantastic players, Cassie Cowper. I think Dundee United. I'll say runaway leaders, and I think they will be, and I think they'll be runaway winners again against Glasgow women on Sunday.
0: Unfortunately, Kenny. I'll be once a uh, Robin gets a hold of you after your prediction, you won't be thinking.
1: <laughs> Chris, you've heard what the other two have to say in terms of their predictions. What do you make of them?
3: Well, last week I boldly predicted that um, <clears throat> the burning would end Rangers' unbeaten streak. I was maybe going to be a bit bold again tonight and say that Glasgow girls were going to end Dundee United's unbeaten start um, to the season this weekend. I wasn't so bold about it Um, after only being half right last weekend. um, Hibs obviously went into the second half of the lead and then bottled it. uh, So, yeah. I'm not to put my money where my mouth was on that one. A point isn't out with the realms of possibility for um Glasgow girls. Um, as for Robbie's prediction, um, just looking at the results, um, yeah, I guess you could be right. Um, Spartans haven't been on a decent run of form. They did beat his um beloved Dreads a couple of weeks ago, so um, Mother kind of flying high at the moment. Um. Could go either way, but yeah, I'll probably give it to model
1: Well, we already know that Kenny knows best for another week at least, and we've heard the big predictions that could give us an interesting Sunday indeed. It's now time for us to look across to that left-field question. I'll admit I've cheated ever so slightly on this one, as it's something that was announced the day we recorded last week's I Know Best. Scotland announced that they would defend the Piritar Cup next month, And since it's an Invitational Trophy, I've asked our pundits what an Anyone's Game Invitational Trophy would look like. Chris, you're first up.
3: Um, So I thought um, we're called Anyone's Game, just take that as the name and add in the name Anyone's Game. So whoever was up for it could show up, field a team and take part, even if that meant loads. Um, If it wound up such a big uptake, um, I don't think it'd be possible to hold like, full 90 minute games for that on full size pitches, so you'd probably need to take it down to uh, five. Play on wherever uh, you get a bunch of five pitches together, I know there's plenty about Glasgow where there's like a series of five pitches all next to each other, um, probably Sunday afternoon, kind of keep within the theme of women's football being played on a Sunday afternoon, and that's the anyone's game invitational
1: well kenny how about you
0: well clubs of swpl1 clubs of swpl2 the championship north and south i would like to invite you all to anyone's game scottish five-a-side festival of football now this is going to take place on the uh, doors on the shores of loch lomond so if anyone who went to rock Ness years ago will know exactly what i mean beautiful scenery we're going to have loads of pitches, and it's just going to be, like I say, a festival of football. So there'll be a tournament, obviously, with a final on a Sunday night. But not only that, it's also going to be a festival. So I'll be speaking to bands from up and down the country, obviously inviting them along to play. There'll be dance tents, there'll be gin, gin tents, beer fest, beer tents, all sorts of things. Of course, there'll be a dance step for all you, all you mad ones out there. And yeah, it'll hopefully take place every year. And like I say, it'll just be a festival of partying and football, which to me... <laughs> Sounds pretty tremendous.
2: Sounds amazing, Carrie. <laughs> Who's coming? Let <Might> me know.
1: <laughs> so, Robbie, you're last up to propose your own Anyone's Game Invitational.
2: So, here on Anyone's Game, we love to ask players for their favourite five-a-side team. And I've decided I'm going to have a five-a-side tournament in the Algarve. But it's going to be sponsored by Talent Sligo because... Prior to Christmas on an I Know Best recording, we spoke about uh, sponsorships for I Know Best and I proposed that tenants Lager would be a good sponsor, iconic Scottish beer. So I think tenants will get us all over to the Algarve in sunny Portugal and go to a five-a-side tournament, maybe five or six teams, and of SWPL players, hopefully mostly guests. But... One condition, one of our pundits has to take part in each of the teams. So that will make it very interesting.
0: As long as I can just stand at the back and spray the ball about, I'll be quite happy, Robbie. A few, crunch, <laughs> a few crunching tackles. Get like
2: you won't be, be getting any of the managers on the phone to you once you've injured them.
0: <laughs> and a couple of wee beers in the Algarve, that sounds all right. Please drink responsibly, of course. Yes. So, anyone listening
2: who fancies sanctioning any of these festivals or tournaments, please let us know.
1: Well, that's almost it for I Know Best for another week. All that's left to do is to congratulate Kenny on his win.
0: Again, throwing my hands up in the air triumphantly.
1: And to plug a few things that are coming up for anyone's game in the coming week or so, we'll be covering Glasgow City versus Hearts and Aberdeen versus Rangers in the build-up to the clash between Two top title challengers, Glasgow City and Rangers, on February the 6th. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Otherwise, we'll have plenty more podcasts and the like coming out, such as I Know Best next week, as per usual. In the meantime, though, thank you very much for listening. You'll hear us in the next one. Bye-bye.